Good morning, and welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We are here every Sunday morning at 8, and glad that you're tuning in. I'm Gary Demas, and Jamie Broslavsky is with me. So, Jamie, here we are doing another home improvement. No, home remodeling. That sounds better to me. Yeah. Home improvement. That sounds like an old phrase. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, home remodeling, home updating, maintenance, Yeah. covering all sorts of topics. So, home improvement's the old one. Home remodeling is the current one. What's the next phrase going to be, Jamie? Since you're in marketing, you should know that. <laughs> well, if I told everybody. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> marketing people have their secrets. Absolutely. Okay, so we have a good show planned for everyone today. As I said, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, we always want people to know that they can contact us by email, and that email address is info at dayfox.com. It's pretty easy. Or you can go to our website, DaveFox.com. That's even easier. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see any or listen, you don't really see radio shows. You listen to them. So if you want to listen to any of our previously broadcast shows, you can go to DaveFoxRadio.com. That is all so daggone intuitive. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like we planned it that way. <laughs> all right. So uh, what's happening today, Jamie? Well, so today I thought we could kind of go through um, some a little Q&A, some frequently asked questions mm, about good. remodeling, getting started with remodel, um, different, you know, what do the contractor licenses mean? Yeah. You know, why should that matter to you? That and sort I'm of stuff. And I'm supposed to know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Wait, I got Google. <laughs> Google that, okay. yeah. yeah. Hey, Siri. Um, no, but really just kind of some Q&A things to think about before you mm -hmm. start a project. Excellent. Okay. So what's the first Q? All right. So, you know, one question I think, especially right now, that is probably one of the most frequent ones that we are getting is how long is it going to take? Oh, that's easy. It's five days. Yeah. Yeah. On TV, it's five days yeah, that's right. for a major <laughs> remodel. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. No, but I think that that's definitely, and, and it's a tough question too, because you don't know if someone means from today until mm -hmm. it's finished, mm -hmm. or does that mean from when I decide to go with you until it's finished? Mm -hmm. Or does that mean how long is there actually gonna be construction that I'm gonna be living through in my home? Yeah, we can handle all those scenarios, but I yeah. guarantee everyone it's gonna be longer than you want it to be. For sure. Right? It is. <laughs> yeah. So I've, let's start with kind of that. I guess we'll start with the shortest of the time frames. How long is someone going to be swinging a hammer in my house? Okay. Yeah. And having done major remodeling in every home that I've ever lived in, and also in the middle of doing it right now, uh, it, it, it wears on anybody, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. you've got people in your home. Now, one thing nice about our company, which I feel is confirmed by tons of reviews that we have, is our people are great people. Mm -hmm. And almost never do we have someone that doesn't want one of our people in their house. They, they usually love them, even if they get upset about something else. But we love, you know, Joe or John or Tim or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> our people are great. So that helps a lot because we're really invading space. Yeah. We're coming into your private home, tearing it apart, mm -hmm. working through dust and dirt, building it back in, integrating with your children, interacting with your children, your your family, your dog, your cat. I mean, it's basically 
having perfect strangers move in with you. Yeah. I mean, they're, we're there all the time. Yeah. And now, if you see one of our guys put a mailbox in your front yard, we've been there too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, really, I think that that's kind of the mindset you have to go into it with is that we're going to have someone living with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of that aunt you don't want to visit is coming to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so how long obviously depends on the project. Sure. And the scope of the project. Yeah, so let's just talk kitchen because I feel like that's the most basic. Okay, so in a kitchen, you can have about three major scenarios. One is kind of a kitchen update. And a popular kitchen update is redoing the countertop, sink, backsplash, maybe some flooring, maybe a little lighting. Okay, so not really pulling cabinets out and replacing all that, but more of a cosmetic, um, you know, spruce up, which can make a huge difference. Yeah. So that scenario is going to be a demo happens in one day. That's really quick. Yeah. Um, In that scenario, we would have pre-measured the countertops so that the granite people could be making the granite or the quartz or whatever. Because there's like a, I think four, at least four weeks, four yeah. week lead time now. So, in um, a, a partial kitchen where you're not changing cabinets, that gives you a four week jump start. Yeah. Because you're not having to set cabinets and then. I measure. didn't think about that. That's a huge advantage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, and sometimes though with these partial kitchens, we're replacing just an island and keeping mm-hmm. the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And in that scenario, we would then need to wait to do the um, templating, most maybe, likely. Maybe, maybe not. If yeah. the island is, uh, you know, a set of cabinets that we can guarantee accuracy on what the final size will be, then we can order that ahead of time. I guess that's true because you're not yeah. working with any major measurement constraints. Right. But if we're ever pulling perimeter cabinets out, we're going to wait until the new ones go back in. Yeah. Because there's, you never know what you're going to run into for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's say we've demoed, um, and let's say we're going to do some wiring changes. Mm-hmm. So we got to do a little rough wiring, uh, maybe cut some holes in some drywall. So let's add three or four days for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the countertop. Got to just pull it and put the new one in. Mm-hmm. So that happens in one day. Mm-hmm. Then we got the tile backsplash, so that's figure a week for that. By the time we prep the walls, get the tile cut, placed, get it grouted, yeah, get it sealed, at least a week. So we got like two, two and a half weeks now so far. Mm-hmm. This is under the best case scenario. Right, yes, nothing has gone the, wrong. The lighting, <laughs> uh, then the finish work, uh, we got to put in new... A lot of times we'll add under cabinet lining maybe. That could be another few days. So, and then some painting touch-up and stuff. So by the time you put all that together, you know, honestly, you're probably six weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably yeah. six to eight weeks or so. Yeah. So that sounds like an incredibly long time, you know, just for yeah, new for just a little update. backsplash. <laughs> Especially since people advertise on the radio, they do your whole kitchen in a week. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry we can't do that, really. Yeah. Um, we, I don't know there'd be any inspections in a partial kitchen like that. We're not really changing anything major 
yeah. fixtures or anything. So that wouldn't hold us up. Um, but we don't schedule you know, like different trades on top of each other, especially right. in a single room. Yeah. So we're going to spread that out a little bit. Yeah. The other thing that we do is by ordering product ahead of time and knowing those delivery dates, mm-hmm. um, we don't start until we know we're going to have everything. So things yeah. like the sink, if that were on back order, you know, waiting until it's here, or at least you have a hard delivery date to make sure you're not waiting to install countertops because you're waiting on the sink, that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. avoiding that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people are using undermount sinks, and we actually have to deliver the sink to the countertop people before they'll make the countertop. Yeah. So it's got to be here. Absolutely. Okay, so that's the small the scale scenario yeah. in a kitchen. Now then we would call the typical main kitchen remodel pull and replace. So Mm -hmm. it's where we're not making changes to the floor plan. We're pulling uh, the cabinets out and basically replacing them. If it's a U-shaped or L-shaped with a peninsula or whatever, we would just be putting back in pretty much the same arrangement that was there before, always Mm -hmm. with a few little tweaks. Yeah. So that's going to be the pull and replace kitchen. The time frame on that's going to vary a little bit. And, uh, you know, depending on how much lighting is done, flooring, uh, if there's any windows that are changed, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we are talking about FAQs, frequently asked questions about remodeling. And time frames is always a biggie. People are always, for some reason, I don't know why, but they always <laughs> want to know how long we're going to be in their house, how long it's going to be all tore apart. Major disruption in their yeah. lives. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people get so concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> anyhow, we were talking about kitchens. So in the first segment, if you missed it, we talked about uh, more of a simple remodel where we're just replacing the counters, the backsplash, the sink, the mm-hmm. faucet, maybe a little lighting, a little touch up here and there, which can make a, a great change in the kitchen. Yeah. So the next step would be the pull and replace is the way we refer to it. And that's where we're pretty much using the same kitchen layout where the cabinets are setting. And we're just going to take all the old stuff out and put new stuff in. And it's yeah. pretty much the same spot. <clears throat> so in that scenario, we're not really having to move walls or tear out walls. We're usually not having to move or d- replace win- windows or doors. Mm-hmm. The dramatic uh, movements of plumbing yeah, and yeah, we're gas pretty much lines. just taking advantage of the yeah. floor space the way it is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we're redoing the floor itself. Flooring yeah. could be hardwood, could be tile, um, and we're going to be doing some electric upgrades, no doubt, some lighting upgrades. Um, the cabinets will have been ordered and we'll have them on hand before we tear your kitchen apart. They'll be in our warehouse or in your garage, one or the other. Um, all the other materials will have been ordered. And, uh, so that process is going to be basically demo, um, any rough mechanicals. Mm-hmm. That'll take a while. Might have to move a heating vent or something. Definitely electrical, maybe a little plumbing. And, uh, then we're gonna have inspections mm-hmm. and then we're going to be, uh, Probably doing some, getting ready to set some cabinets. If there was any drywall work to do, like mm-hmm. if we're having to relocate some wiring or run new wiring, we might have some places in the drywall that need repaired. Definitely where the backsplash was, that's going to be 
taken out the bare studs. You won't put new drywall in there. So you got drywall work to do. Uh, we've done a rough electric to get any new lighting wires run and ready to go or new outlets. And then we are ready to put the finished drywall on and cover up all that stuff. Then we're ready to set some cabinets. So we'll set the cabinetry. And as soon as those base cabinets are set, like we mentioned in the first segment, we're going to measure uh, and get the granite ordered or the quartz or whatever mm-hmm. is going on the countertop yeah. because we have a, at least a four-week lead time on that. So that's actually going to hold us up some. We're going to be waiting a little bit on the countertop. Yeah, that's a tough point in the project because it can feel like a standstill because mm-hmm. it kind of is. There's very little we can do right. while we're waiting There's for There's a few things we can do. Um, but not a lot, not enough to keep us busy. Right. We're just waiting on those granite people. So. Yeah. I, those are the days that we hear, you know, clients talk about where all they did was come by that day and put hardware on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's yep. like, come on, why weren't there five guys here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's hard to wait. Those are the wait. tough times. Yeah. It is, it is hard to wait. And I don't blame people for. Yeah. That, Especially you know. now with the lead time being a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, but. on the granite. Yeah. Okay, so we've set the cabinets, we've got the granite measured. Uh, there's a few little odds and ends we can do. We can put flooring down, mm-hmm. so that's a big deal. Uh, once the cabinets are set, we typically put the flooring in. Uh, some finished trim, possibly. Some of it might be going up to, against the new cabinets, so some of it we'd have to wait on. Yeah. But we really do everything that we can while we're waiting. Sure. And then once the countertop goes in, then that's a big milestone because then uh, the finished stuff can go back, go in. The sink is hooked up. You can yeah. start to set appliances. Um, you can do the finished electric, painting. Uh, I feel like the living through the remodel, although you're a little exhausted by the timeline at that point, mm-hmm. it feels a little bit more livable. Well, it's exciting because you can see light at the end of the tunnel. Then. Yes. Now you see finished pieces, the things that you picked out with with your interior designer. Yeah. Really, months ago. Right. Now they're visualizing themselves right in front of you. That's so right. So that's really exciting. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that whole process, start to end, is typically going to be in a twelve to fourteen week range. Yeah. So over three months or a little more. Yep. Long time. It is a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a long time, but I think, you know, like anything, while you're going through it, feels like forever. Mm-hmm. And then once it's over, it feels so far forgotten. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're just enjoying the space. So yeah. I always try and remind myself of that whenever, you know, you're in one of those ruts or something's happening in your life that kind of creates that feeling mm-hmm. that you're in a divot. Yeah. Once you're out of it, it mm-hmm. always feels so far in the past. Once you've been in and out and in and out a few times, then you realize this is only a temporary yeah, deal. I can it, get through it because I know it's going to be good on the other side. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, you know, one of um, the things I really value with our the people we have out in the field is how clean they keep our mm-hmm. job sites. Mm-hmm. I think that has... And not everybody is extremely clean as far as consumer-wise. People aren't always all very clean people Mm -hmm. to begin with, which is fine. Um, But for those people that do keep a very clean house, the construction can be very concerning and overwhelming. The Mm -hmm. thought of kind of all the dust. You know, you always hear, everyone hears about all the dust, all Mm -hmm. the dust, all the dust. And there's Mm going to be dust. Mm -hmm. But 
the way that they're able to kind of maintain it and um, clean up after themselves and things like that, I think really helps. Yeah, you know, your personal point of view, the point of view of the client is so interesting because we get tons of reviews about raving about how clean we kept the job site. Yeah. But then there will be one where this job site was filthy and there was <laughs> dust somewhere, you know, and blah, 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 and it was terrible. And, yes. you know, <laughs> you're just going to get that. Oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even if you, anyone that's gone into people's homes, you see how differently people live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people always have dishes in the sink. Some people, you don't swear they don't use their dishes because yeah. they've never had yeah. one in the sink. You know, like <laughs> there's just people live all sorts of different ways and have all sorts of different expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think generally speaking, so we've talked about, so how long does a typical remodel project take? For a kitchen, for example, we're talking six to maybe 14 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we start getting into those larger kitchen remodels, maybe we're bumping into another room, maybe we're completely moving everything around. Yeah. We can definitely, we can definitely just bring a suitcase and move right in. <laughs> <laughs> One of the scenarios that's more involved with kitchen remodel, and we've done it a number of times, is actually physically relocate the kitchen. You know, the traditional kitchen and then dining room. Mm-hmm. And the dining room is the room that never gets used. Yeah. So often people have actually taken the wall out between the two and moved the kitchen into the dining room space. Yes. Which allows you to greatly expand the kitchen. Yes. So that's an interesting scenario because you're having to relocate a lot of mechanicals then, the, the, a lot of wiring and, yeah. and heating. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that you say it that way because most people will say expand their kitchen mm-hmm. into that dining space, but really you're moving yeah, your kitchen. You are. Yeah. <laughs> you are moving your kitchen to a different room of the house. Yeah. And it's hard when you say it that way, it makes a lot more sense why it takes so much longer, why it is so much more expensive, yeah. you know, that you are moving mm-hmm. your kitchen to a different yeah. room of the so house. So that's going to be a four month project for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If all the stars align. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So another question um, is, you know, why or how do people choose which project to start with? You know, everyone has kind of a wish list in their home, especially if their home is to a certain age um, and everything kind of gets outdated around the same time. And I would say the most common popular projects are, you know, the primary bathroom, the um, kitchen, um, and then maybe a room addition or sunroom or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you want to do all of those, but your budget is only enough for one of them, mm. how did how do you choose? It's the one that is currently most painful. <laughs> That's the motivator. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever wherever the pain is at. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be right back. Today on the Day Fox Home Rock, uh, Day Fox Home Remodeling show. <laughs> one of these days I'm just going to say that so effortlessly. <laughs> You'll think it'll just pre-record it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I gotta push this button. Yeah. Good morning. This is the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Okay. Now I'm back live. All right. All right. So we're talking about frequently asked questions about remodeling. Yes. And time frames are always one of the biggies. So in the previous two segments, we covered kitchens pretty well. Yeah. So now where are we headed? You said, which uh, if someone's doing a lot of projects at the same time, a lot of their home. Yeah. Like a whole house remodel, multi-room remodel. Where are they going to start or what What do they want to start on? Are they doing it in phases or all at once? Well, I think, you know, sometimes we get calls about all sorts of different things, mm-hmm. but sometimes they have three thing, areas they want to do 
and want to do maybe one this year, one okay. in a couple right. years, one in a couple so more years. Phasing kind of. it. Yeah, yeah, phasing it mm-hmm. long term. Yeah, so they always pick the one with that's the most painful for mm-hmm. them. A lot of times that's the kitchen or bathroom. Yeah. You know, that's a, a working space in a home. It can be a very personal space, and you're using it every single day. Unlike the dining room or living room that every now and then you might just walk through the room. Right. You know? <laughs> just to clean it, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe that dust off. Mm-hmm. No, and I think, too, personal feelings, personal preference. You know, I've had friends that live in older homes and... They want to remodel their kitchen and they want to remodel their primary bathroom and they end up starting by adding a sunroom. Mm. And I always think that's so interesting because mm-hmm. to me, that's an add on, not a necessity. You and know, I need like my kitchen and my primary bath to yeah. be ready. So, but they love sitting on that sunroom. Yeah. And that was their, they figured that would be their escape for any other project that they do. Could, yeah. So could be. I was like, that's valid. <laughs> or it could be good friends of theirs were over and said, man, you really need a sunroom on this house. You know, yeah. the power of suggestion is very powerful. It is. Yeah. It is. Yes. Um, but I think personal preference, but just kind of weighing the pros and cons um, and then kind of going through. The other thing I think can really impact is, you know, if you have a family, the stage in which your family is at can really impact your decisions of yeah. how you design things, oh, definitely. especially in a kitchen. A kitchen that you have, if you have three toddlers at home, mm-hmm. you might have really different needs and desires for than if you had three teenagers at home. Definitely. Um, and so when you choose to do that project and what you plan around in your life can really impact that. Mm-hmm. Um, and toddlers destroy almost everything. <laughs> so you might decide, Let's wait Especially on the kitchen. Voice. <laughs> yes. Mm. Let's wait on the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Let's do that primary bath. That's our space. We know what we're going to want long term mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. et cetera. Let's wait on the kitchen till we have a better idea of kind of what our long term life will look like. Yeah. Good point. Thing. So, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it is a tough choice, especially if you're kind of going to phase it or want so many things done. Mm-hmm. But all right. So let's say you're in a project and things like that. And, all is going along. And a question that we get a lot of times is, do we do change orders? Or what is a change order? Oh, yeah. And I think that that's a really good question. And especially if you are interviewing contractors to ask how they handle change orders mm-hmm. or what types of things would, would come on a change order. Um, you know, we, the way our company works is we're, hand, we're giving specifications of the project, of everything that's needed done. We kind of have it all planned out. And the only time you get a change order is if there's a major unforeseen or you made a change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. so, if you decide during the kind of selections part or going talking about the project, oh, I just kind of want a modest granite. And then you're going through selections. Actually, I want marble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a change mm-hmm. that's going to show up on a change order. Um, but then changing from this color granite to that color granite, assuming it's the same series yeah. or level, mm-hmm. they call them levels, mm-hmm. um, then that wouldn't be a change order. Yeah. So I think knowing upfront with your contractor what sort of things to expect and making sure everything is included mm-hmm. um, that you are at least kind of in the realm of. Because if you're thinking marble and they put in Formica, you're going to be expecting a really big change order. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking we should have our FAQs to clients like, Okay, do you like to make changes during a project? Yes. Are you going to add a bunch of stuff to this? Because really, we, uh, 
to, to any contractor, change orders are usually not fun. Right. Right. It's, yeah. It's those were material ones that aren't that major, yeah, but the right. selections the, is one thing you right. get that out of the way early. Yeah. But during the progress of the project, Oh, you know what? I think I haven't really been thinking about, you know, and the sunroom on, can we just do that while we're here? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or I want to change all the backsplash tile that I picked or the flooring that I picked. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, that happens a lot and mm-hmm. we understand it. Uh, especially when things start to materialize in your home, because first you've just looked at plans and you've talked through and visualized things. But then when you see that kitchen and the walls taken out and how it changes something, it gives people different ideas. Yeah. And they want to add you know, a bay window or, you know, who knows what. I know. I think the, the wall, while you're here, mm-hmm. <laughs> that phase alone, yeah. I mean, that's, it's such a common one. And I mean, I've even done that in my own home. I've had. No. Yeah. Believe it. I know. Shock and (laughs) awe. (laughs) But, you know, you'll have someone come fix a light, let's say, or, you know, a breaker. Mm -hmm. You know, while you're here, we've been wanting to Mm -hmm. change this light out. Yeah. It's so convenient. I'm sure it's not going to cost anymore. You know, let's just. Yeah. (laughs) It seems so convenient to the client and to the homeowner, which it is. um, And that's why we do it uh, whenever possible. But it is on the contractor's side of things. A major disruption. Yeah, it's a scheduling issue because we plan a lot of stuff well in advance. Yeah. But, of course, in this business, you know, it's like somebody messed your dominoes up at the end of the day and you have to set them up again the next day. That happens all the time. So we're used to it. It's not fun for us, but we understand people need to make changes. But some people make extreme changes. Yes. And uh, the thing is... They never, they always remember the original timeline, never the revised one. <laughs> it <laughs> so is it's like, point, why yes. have you guys been here so long? Well, you know, you did add like six weeks worth of work. No, look right here on a contract. It says you're supposed to be done. Yep. Yeah. I know. It's so true. And then they forget that, you know, we've even had it where at that original kind of contract meeting, we've maybe priced out a kitchen and a primary bath and Mm -hmm. they decide, let's just do the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Okay. We start construction. Actually, we do want to go ahead and move forward with that primary bath. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but just remember that that primary bathroom was going to be 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. That's, that's still, that's not overlapping. We haven't ordered material for it. Yeah. And so it's funny. I think a lot of times they figure that that just kind of piles on top of, mm-hmm. not adds to the end of. Yeah. Um, and it, it does add to the end of. Yeah. For sure. So, yep. but yeah. So um, kind of more Q&A about finding a remodeler or a contractor, or who they're going to be working with, things like that. Um, some questions to ask or things to just be aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, things like being a part of NARI, the National mm-hmm. Association for the Remodeling Industry. A lot of people ask me kind of what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that do for them? Um, and it doesn't really do anything for the consumer. It gives them the peace of mind. Um, and you can kind of go to an organization like NARI and see what the parameters to be a part of that organization are. You have to be in business a certain amount of times. You have to be an upstanding company you have to be insured, all those types of things. So mm-hmm. it gives you that extra little bit of confidence. In, At least to know you're working with a, a somewhat of a professional. Right? Yes, yeah. there's a there's a professional kind of aspect to that. That mm-hmm. That's true for any licensing, insuring, things like that. There's just that level of professional um, and reliability mm-hmm. that's a little bit built in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think any uh, contractor that's going to be part of NARI, they're investing in their industry. Yes. You know, they have to pay a membership fee and participate in some of the meetings and stuff. And it's just taking a step to support the industry you're in, and I think that's meaningful. Yeah. 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 Um, Absolutely. Some other questions um, that we get asked and are great questions to ask is about the permitting phase Mm -hmm. um, and kind of who handles that. Yeah. Permits are, yeah, it's an interesting animal and they vary so much from Mm -hmm. municipality to municipality. We will talk about that in just a minute. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Really glad to have all of you here. Jamie Broslavsky is with me. Jamie's our marketing director and famous radio personality. Yes. So I <laughs> always like to have her on the shows so that I've got somebody that's known throughout, I don't know. How our far, office. How far are you known? Just our office. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, right? <laughs> can't complain about that. So uh, today we're talking about frequently asked questions. If you're just tuning in, glad to have you on board. This is segment number four. And if you missed the previous frequently asked or all of the stuff we covered in the first three segments, you can go to Dave Fox Radio and there you can listen to it and a bunch of other stuff too if you want. Yeah. Okay. So what were we talking about at the end of the last segment? Uh, we had talked about some oh, questions. Yeah. Asking your contractor who handles permits. Yeah. You know, does the homeowner, does the contractor, mm-hmm. do the individual trades, et cetera? Yeah. So permitting is kind of a, a deal in itself because number one things never get easier they always get more complicated mm-hmm. so uh, getting a permit gets more complicated passing inspections gets more complicated things change insulation requirements get more complicated electrical <laughs> <laughs> so it just goes that way right? yeah uh, <clears throat> so getting permits too varies by where you're working uh, in the municipality. It's it's not like just the state of Ohio has got one set of permits. No, every single little municipality. We have a state of Ohio code, mm-hmm. but the municipalities kind of adopt certain parts of that code and maybe add a few of their own little tweaks. And mm-hmm. so it really is uh, gets pretty complex. Yeah. And <clears throat> applying for permits is different. In some places, you can go pretty much to the counter and almost get it at the same time, not in the Columbus area, but yeah. in outlying areas. Uh, but Dublin, Powell, Delaware County, you know, all these different places are going to have different timelines that they need to review drawings yeah. and get you your permits. So it's really all over the board. And we happen to have our own people that handle the permitting process because yes. it is complicated and they know all the different contacts and all the different municipalities Mm -hmm. and uh, it just makes things go as smoothly as I think they can. Yeah. I always wonder how some of the people that are more of the do-it-yourself or obtain permits without, I mean, because even the plans that we submit and all the information required to be on them, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. That's surprising to me that a general consumer would have that knowledge, but Mm -hmm. I guess if they're do it yourself or have that big of a job, they probably have a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone's going to tackle a room addition unless, you know, they've been in some kind of industry and learn, yeah. learn that. Um, but yeah, so um, some other good questions to ask are, you know, kind of really generic things like how long the business has been around. Yeah. Um, 
I think that, again, it just adds to that peace of mind um, and reliability. Um, mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with a new company per se, but you might want to dig into that individual a little bit more just to make sure mm -hmm. that, you know, this isn't their seventh new company and, <laughs> yeah. and all the other ones yeah, got closed you know, down. And now is a time where we've come off of really, I don't know, three or four years of really rapid growth yeah. in remodeling. So those are always the years that new companies crop up. Yeah. It's just like you plant grass seed and, and then it's, it rains a bunch and the sun comes out and it grows up all at once. Mm -hmm. well, the conditions are right for someone to start in the industry. So you do get a lot of startup companies and new people getting into it because there's so much work available. So you do have to be careful. Yeah, if it's a new company. Now, I think back many, many years ago when I started a business, me and another fella, I was 19 and he was 20, and we were ready to take on the world. Sure. I went to college one year and had enough of that and just always loved working with my hands. So I went to the School of Hard Knocks, you know, for a number of years and learned a lot and really got my education through seminars and, and different uh, things like that and experience. But I think back those early years, of course, would charge practically nothing, but the people, <laughs> that's what they got, practically yeah. <laughs> nothing. I mean, um, so, gosh, if I look at my career and where I'm at today compared to then, so I shudder to think of some of the things I did back then. <laughs> I should, and I think of them often. <laughs> so you want to be careful if someone's new. You don't really want them learning the trade on your home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Um, you know, this question actually, I think is a, not one that we get often, but I think it's a really interesting one and very telling of a company, but to ask what their repeat and referral percentages. Oh, that's a good one. And I think why, that, that now you're in marketing. Why is that important? Well, I think that says a lot about a company. I mean, think about how much it takes to refer somebody. It's putting all of I mean, you must have a lot of trust in somebody to tell someone else to use them too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? For your experience to be as good and good enough to not only trust that it would be good for you, but good enough for someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, we often human nature to brag about our things, right? And say, oh, I just had the best experience with this contractor and talk it up and blah, 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 blah and give that name to someone else. Well, now they have to live up to it. I mean, that's marketing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's that's consumers marketing to other consumers. Yeah. and you have to live up to what you sold. Um, and so I think it's a really big thing that people do, uh, the repeat and referral. And so to say that, A, somebody's coming back to the same company to live through this awful disruption again, mm -hmm. uh, says a ton. Yeah. And then to refer it to their friends or family, I think also says a ton. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't refer easily. You probably don't refer easily. You right. are very certain. Mm -hmm. And people even call us for referrals mm -hmm. um, to other trades, and we don't refer easy. Yeah. We don't want to be responsible for that. Right. Um, so I think that that says a lot. So I thought that was a really good question. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what should a good, reputable company, what should their percentages be? Oh, for repeat referrals? So we always kind of lump our repeat referral, our reputation all together. Mm -hmm. Ours is over 60% mm -hmm. um, of our business. And and I like to think that says a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think it should be half. Yeah. Now there's a, a contractor out there right now thinking, well, I don't advertise at all and I got all the work I can handle. Yeah. Well, it's him and two guys. We have yeah. 86, <laughs> 88 people to That's keep right. busy here. <laughs> That's right. And 
And I mean, I think that all of it kind of plays together. And, and that's why a lot of our marketing efforts, a lot of it's to consumers and a lot of it's to our current clients, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that their experience and the things that they're getting are upholding our brand along the way. Yeah. Um, because they're out there marketing for us. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the time. We've been at this a long time. So really that those recommendations are very meaningful to us. I mean, yeah. we really do depend on them a lot. Yeah. I mean, we always say that's the greatest compliment we can receive. You know, mm -hmm. we have our clients just raving about us and that's, that's the best thing they can do for us Yeah. in return. Yep. But, but yeah, I think it's a really interesting question to ask a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder how many lot. of them actually know what their percentage is. Yeah. Offhand. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Or just throw a number at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's an interesting to ask for sure. Um, but yeah, I think in general, Kind of finding out what types of questions to ask um we didn't really get much into it but the the design aspect of it and picking out the materials mm -hmm. and things like that and kind of knowing who's responsible for that and who's responsible for the ordering the warehousing anything along those lines i think are really important questions mm -hmm. um, and sourcing materials um you know knowing I remember really specifically years ago, I was picking out countertop slabs for my own home and ran into um, one of my husband's coworkers that was doing a remodel. And they were there by themselves and they said, we had no idea we were gonna be responsible for finding our own granite slabs. We have no oh. idea what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was interesting that they had no idea that was gonna be put mm -hmm. on them. Yeah, well, you know, different companies have different levels of service and sure. you pay for that. So. Yeah as a contractor that really lets their client do all that kind of stuff, his price is going to be less than somebody like us. That's right. So that's the way it is. And we really appreciate everybody tuning into the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show. We are here every Sunday morning at 8 and have been for the last 8 or 9 years. 10. Or 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back next Sunday morning at 8.